Foo Junkie Radio, episode number 17, 18, 19, 20. 19 I think it's more than that. 17, dude. 19, maybe I think 20, we're 21? like 30. 30-something. 30 we're talking about TV shows, cooking TV shows, relevance mm-hmm. in today's world, kind of the ins and outs of speculating on what that stuff is, uh, effects on how you can capitalize on it, I guess. Uh, yes, I am with Polo. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, that try to be fair because, you know, the TV show has to promote themselves and become profitable as the show itself. It can't just be there for you only. Uh, but, you know, it'd be interesting to do one at some point or be a part of something like that sometime. Would you know. see it as – oh, shit. Would you see it as a challenge to yourself? Is that kind of how you would take it? Like you, I think it would be a challenge to myself just to like chill out the whole time and not try to like play into their optics. I can be a little contrarian, so you know how hard that is. That's TV, man. You think you're gonna have power over that? They're gonna frame you how they want to frame you. That would be the challenge, right? Is I'd be like, man, you know what they're gonna do? They'd be like, Polo, we are choosing this place in Italy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, of course. But I think I would just, you know. Be like, whatever, dude. Let's just enjoy the experience because mm-hmm. I'm probably going to get to do a bunch of things that uh, I wouldn't normally get to do because I wouldn't have the budget and you guys have the budget mm. to take me to Italy to do whatever. And, I get what you're saying. You know, I've always, been, I've always been on the fence about stuff like those types of shows. Not necessarily bad. It's just it's interesting just trying to figure out what what it does in terms of helping creating or putting out a idea of what food culture is or isn't. Mm -hmm. And then just trying to figure out the effects of it and how it helps chefs or not help chefs, uh, before and after. So I think it's fascinating. I've, I've watched a couple of my heyday. Um, I mean, for notoriety sakes, I think that would be the biggest point because you go in there busier afterwards. Yeah. You would at least have some, or at least adds to the following you already have. You know and definitely, I mean? like, the people that go on there as, like, private chef or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, they don't. I'm sure right after They're they get phone there. calls from investors to be like, hey, we're interested. Like, yeah, you know, it just uh, it opens you up to different parts of the country that you didn't have access to. You do become to, a little sure. more international. But as a chef, that is interesting because, say, you draw more interest and ire from all around the world, but your place of business is just singular, you know, brick and yeah. mortar. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, huh. Because I remember, like, Top Chef, for instance, that was Bravo's, I believe, their mm-hmm. their thing. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that intently early on, too, because I was very captivated by the, the types of personalities that were on there. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you see other ones, and it's slash, like, um, you know, celebrities, some form of people in the industry. Some you may know, some you may not know. Yeah. Uh, but Top Chef, in, in particular, I just remember being very, like, fascinated by it. Because that was the first time i've seen it in that capacity where it wasn't Especially a chop in the or, beginning when it was yeah. people who had started the industry when it was like grimy yes and yeah. they just had been riding that train up mm-hmm. with everybody yeah and they got to go to this next level that they never thought that they would be a part of and yeah. watching them trying to function in an environment like that it was cool it, it is the 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 way these competitions are laid out to challenge uh, a cook or a chef I think are interesting um, in that regard. That is cool. Uh, Chopped are is a little more extreme, I think, on their end. But mm-hmm. even that is is skill set in itself to really yeah. show the you know the skill set, and then shows like Globe or shows like Bravo TV, you know, uh, Top Chef, um, uh, seems like that is 
this more drawn out process of you know trying to I guess they're all their little quirks. Yeah, because they're not like, against each other. Like the one you were just telling me about yeah. on Globe, they weren't against each they other. It was more find of a, like a little their own spin. Mm-hmm. Where all the cooking competition shows actually emphasize the other ones. See, and then how do you judge food on top of that? Well, I think it shows how subjective it is. Yeah. Because, you know, on uh, on the globe, okay. was it Robert Irvine, who's from Great Britain? I forget which part is one of the judges. Then they have, uh, I'm never going to remember her name. It's okay. Uh, Pretty face, uh, of course. Well, she was voted top chef in the world, so I do feel really bad. Oh, um, top but, chef in the world but she's of from, Instagram. Go yeah, ahead. Well, she's from, like, Mexico, okay. Mexico City. Okay. And then they would have a guest judge who's from wherever. Yeah. And like, you know, uh, one of the dish, some of the times, some of the dishes have spice level or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, How Robert you is yeah. like, I'm not used to spice. Or like some of the cooks are like, I'm from Alaska. We yeah. don't exist with spice. Yeah. You know, I don't know how to use this. Yeah. Let me put some in and then. You know, for one of the judges, they're like, oh, the spice level is perfect. And the other one's like, oh, I wish it was hotter. Yeah. And then the guest judge is like, well, if you don't know, you don't know. But I wish it was hotter still. So I have See, to grade you on what's here. So is it's it so subjective. That's what I'm saying. Is it definitive in what they're looking for? It, I think it, that, so it seems that proves like the crazy. ultimate point to me mm-hmm. when people are always like, uh, when they, I, I remember in culinary school in like a marketing class, mm-hmm. the, one of the things that stuck with me was the teacher was like, you can't open any restaurant anywhere. Mm-hmm. You have to research what is going to work yeah. where you want to open. Yeah. Who is your, you have to know who your clientele is before you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Cause I could have the best hot chicken, you know, right. That's going to beat all these other hot chicken places. But if I open it in, you know, a part of town that doesn't make sense, yeah, uh, no one's going to drive that far because there's so many other, you know, mm. I'm competing against that. And, mm. you know, the you have to, like, open in the right place. With the restaurant you're at now, were you able to be part of kind of seeing that process? And, no, okay. No, where I'm at now, they were, when I stepped in, they had already been open okay. for like a year and a half. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, I think only now am I starting to kind of tailor the food a little bit more to the market. I think, uh, you know, I was young when I started and kind of, you know, well, I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm just going to like. I'm the greatest. I'm going to, I think I didn't think I was the greatest, but I was like, I know what I've seen work at other places and I'm going to use the good practices I've seen of like, let me get the freshest things I can get. Let yeah. me like change the menu semi-frequently mm-hmm. let me uh let's you know keep this looking perfectly polished and that part doesn't really matter you know uh in different areas and stuff like that that it matters and like maybe the wine list doesn't have to be crazy that's mm-hmm. like one of the things i've learned over time is places i worked is like the booze or the wine list was like intense huge yeah. bigger than but it made sense the for them because yes. like two-thirds of the storage was devoted to that yes. and i have zero storage yeah which is a factor and then over time i realized the people that come in dude they don't get they, down like that maybe one out of a hundred wants an expensive bottle of wine yeah. and i let that person down yeah. but then they know just bring their own next time yeah because they're down yeah pay you the know? corkage fee no so that's deal. like one of the things i've i've had to learn over time is like sure yeah a fountain soda machine is perfectly fine yeah and some red wines that are like four dollars a glass people are like totally fine sick yeah and that's like kind of more authentically italian anyway truth 
when Keontae you go, just needs to come back and yeah. just let that when be When you go rate. there, they don't, no. they're not like, here, here's this uh, so $20 a glass. It's, it's like, those little here's wine this glasses. $15 for the whole yeah. bottle. It's yeah. unmarked. Yeah. That's the Italian. Right experience. from the vineyard or yeah. right down here. And here's yeah. your little we wine. We made cup. it in our bathtub last yeah. week. It's Why do chill. we do that? Why do we have all this stemware? Why do we have like this whole thing? Yeah, I don't explanation? know why it's like gotten so i mean don't get me wrong i like a cool looking cocktail i'm, I'm into it no aesthetically yes yeah aesthetically but like perfect the substance of it mm. can only be so influenced by the aesthetic see so. are we doing that ourselves or is there something pushing the needle and just we're following along or are know. those both in lockstep that's like, maybe both in lockstep because that's like the instagram thing right that's why we all have to play everything perfectly all the time that's like true uh, what would it like chicken pot pie, dude? You have to have like a top crust on that because oh, it looks yeah. kind of ugly. Well, yeah. So well, only thing you can make like look nice. The photo is... will now be the judge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, people take shitty photos. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's what the cooks are always saying. They're like, everyone takes the worst pictures of our food. I'm like, yeah. Well, you know, to get the right picture, the light should be coming from the back to the you front. You would almost be I, thinking that there's a whole people, science to a good picture. But see, people see a lot of restaurants food on you know amateur photos as opposed to going to the direct website as opposed to going to a source yeah. where it you're able to control your narrative as you know a mm-hmm. restaurant or mm-hmm. a cook where in today's world that's definitely not the case because anybody can snap photos which i mean is you know however you see it but it's fascinating because now your representation of your art is you know through another person's lens yeah. to the public as opposed to you controlling it yeah but I mean, it's fascinating, I think, to say it that. is. It is weird how much the aesthetics have come. Yeah, because as a chef, you know, it's always that ego shit. You're like, mm-hmm. yo, you just do what you do, and then make it fucking great. make people. Or you kind of curve and you work hand in hand with your, you know, demographic, your staff. You know, well, that's, and that's just always one of the thing. things I had to learn over time is like the market research now is like your social media is wildly important. Your yes. public perception. Yeah is wildly important if you kind of break that x per dollar level amount i mean the marketing is in your hands so how you do it and what you do i mean it's it's same and different at the same time it's almost Mm -hmm. like okay when people first started getting their own website Mm -hmm. oh shit is a big deal Mm -hmm. but then that was more of just like a landing page to see your info now it's like okay now there's the direct contact where it's Instagram, where it live to the minute, even live if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. So then you have that. So it's almost, and I don't know if restaurants ever thought of it that way. I'm assuming most did or a lot of people did. But even as cooks and chefs, you are now available to build you, the person, up away from the business, but also with the business, seeing how mm-hmm. you want to do it, if that's something you want to do. See, and that's kind of a weird element that I never had to deal with, at least in my days of cooking, where there was this digital element where – Oh, you know, I'm here cooking and you know, I'm doing this and you know, we're here in the lab you know, working on this recipe, lunch, family meal right here. Like mm-hmm. I didn't no, it was just more no, this is just what like, we're doing. Just make it. See, Do- so I'm curious to know if one, the digital world has permeated into everyday service or is that something more of a before work, after work? Or that's a designated time to do all that shit away from it. Because mm-hmm. versus what happens in the restaurant and then what happens as the perception through your social media, I want to say are almost two different things. It's almost like 
health department when they're there versus health department when they're not yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? That's a good way to look at it. Because when yeah. the health department, you know when they're coming, you're like, ooh, we're about three months. Ooh, they're about to be close. I saw them down the street. They're well, close. Shoot, they make okay. an appointment with me now. That's but crazy. see, that's that's even crazier they do that. But yeah. it still makes sense. They should be helping us, not trying to you know catch us doing some nefarious yeah. shit. Well, maybe the regular diner should be helping us too and not be trying to catch me slipping because one piece of sauce is out of place on a plate. And see? But why is the why do we want to scrutinize? Why do we want to be like that as people? Why do we want feeling of power? Maybe just is like it? I'm, I, I I'm a blogger something. in my free time and. How do you I feel about that? How do you feel about those care. bloggers? Go ahead, dude. How do you, feel, do you how do you feel about bloggers that gain a following and then wield some kind you. of power? Good for you. Is that not the American dream? It is the American dream. To like make something of yourself? Go ahead. I know. If people want to follow you and their opinions, that's true. I think think more is just not just the blogger, but just the everyday person who is literally everyone is an everyday person. Just like maybe come at it with a little kind eye before you want to just tear people down. Yeah. You know, what does tearing other people down do for you? Nothing. But see, there's that theory of, well, I'm pointing it out to you so I can help you. Be better. Yeah, but pointing it out to somebody, it, it's like um, it depends on who's from. Open and honest conversation yeah. right? can be both done in a very rude way. Yes, and can be done in a very kind way, yes. very supportive. And like the semantics of how you say things do matter in mm. a situation like that. Mm-hmm. The same way as maybe the semantics of how uh, a food food blogger would bring something to your attention. Yeah. It'd be like if a table came up to me. Or saw me walk through the, a, a table actually the other night. Um, didn't I? I just happened to go through the dining room for a second. I saw a bunch of food on someone's plate, and I was like, you know, hey, what's going on? And they were like, we weren't a fan. We didn't like it because this and the other. But they said it at like such a low volume that yeah. only me and the person saying could, not, the rest of the table could barely hear them. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, I appreciate you like bringing it to my attention, mm-hmm. not making a huge deal. Yeah. And like when I replied back, they were super receptive and they're like, no, 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 don't give us a discount. Don't yeah. And I was like, no, man, it's, it's cool. Yeah. But that's like open and honest conversation where it was like just for us to, yeah. you know, as opposed you to at making table, it something halfway across the restaurant. Don't need to know that this person yeah. was upset. Yeah. You know, versus, uh, telling 10 people that they know without telling me Yes. or going back home silently. Yeah. Tipping, doing grumble, everything grumble, grumble. the way it looks, and yeah. then, yeah, yeah. which like is so many times I see on Yelp people complaining about this, that, and the other, and I'm like, I remember that person, yeah. and they told me everything was great. <laughs> and see, why leave, do that? And I'm like, why I, do I, that? I, that's like, how much easier can I make it for you? Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about the semantics of like conversation mm-hmm. of, you know, sure, yeah, you can point stuff out and be like, no, I'm just helping you, but yeah. like, you actually have to be helping me. You yeah. Can't, you can't be helping it. me yeah. and also hurt me at the same time. Yeah, you can't help me on the idea of you trying to gain some notoriety. Now, if I if you come up and say something to me, I tell you go fuck yourself or Truth. whatever. Yeah. Then yeah, you, you should be complaining about that all over the place and getting people upset at me because that's totally irresponsible. But that's not what I'm gonna do. Or will you? you I mean, can. I guess you never know the future. That's old but, school. Um, but that's old school. As far as I know. That's I'm old school, not right? Gonna come at someone super hot like is that. Is that not old school? Because, and I don't know. This might be a, a, a thing of the past where, and I've always questioned the idea of, you know, cooks, chefs, and then what goes out and conceptualizing dishes to get there. 
and then either criticism that is received or praise that is received and just trying to navigate that all while keeping sales in mind and trying to keep, you know, like uh, cost down. Mm-hmm. See, that's where it's like what that give and take is a constant like. Uh, yeah. It's just oh, teetering I'm, all the time. I'm, You're never that, satisfied. That's the challenge. You're never satisfied. The challenge is you, know you I mean? have all these things you have to monitor at all times. Yeesh. Yeah. And then you also have to like all these things. And they're all like, oh, this one's going up. What's the cause of that? Oh, cause this is going down. All right, let's boost this. Oh, it's literally impossible to boost this and boost mm-hmm. that without affecting this. Okay. Well, I guess uh, I need an extra person just devoted to these five things. And maybe they take that off my plate. But really, they still report to me. And yeah, you have to you have to like be able to really step back and see the big picture See the big picture yeah that's got to be you can't just be like crazy well the food labor cost uh is yeah. not in line with what okay but like why yeah to get the conceptual you can't just out yeah x people out of the schedule because nope. then you don't get as much done mm-hmm. and or you, you have to maneuver you have to change everything again and you can't yeah. work 24 hours a day so what do you do oh. okay i guess i make the menu easier yeah. which is like this solution that came from all the way over here but, yeah you know you have to, yeah, that's like the hardest it's part. It's a give and take. Because the ego of a chef or the bravado or the confidence, and it's like I associate this with artists and anybody who's in the sub, sub like subjective world of, you know, mm-hmm. artistry, including chefs. Yeah. It's like you're putting your artwork out there every night, and then you're subject to people saying something. Now, the question is, is it weird? And I've always been on the fence about this. Any criticism or energy that anybody wants to say i think is always acceptable but it's just sometimes it's like man, who the fuck are you like that's how i feel yeah. initially but yeah. i'm not oh, in the sure. biz i'm not in the part of the business where i'm the face and the owner and i gotta that's me being irresponsible saying shit out of my no, i still my feel neck. that way too i'm like who are you to come and judge me but you see that's know. what makes it interesting because with food it's like that but that's the best thing is because, because um that's why i really like going out to eat because it reminds me of like the diner's problem is not that so and so came in to show up drunk. Uh huh. Yeah. But they don't care. They're just here to. Oh, or that yeah. the grease trap guys came, you know, two hours earlier when you were doing something and you had to stop and yeah, you know, that's and not their behind. problem. Yeah. You you are deciding what your product is that day, that time, that day. That, yeah. So before you open, you can change it. You can yeah. up down a little bit you know not dra- too drastically but a li- you have control from day to day mm-hmm. and from week to week you have even more and from month to month you know you have even more yes so that's what's nice is like they only see these problems and they're like that's a problem and like the cause may be something unseen but that's not their responsibility that's true they're just you gonna know? eat yeah that's how it's just like the employee's problem is not that your labor cost is out of chat out of whack because you're paying someone else too much or because mm. you know the employee's problem is not that you're spending too much on beer what, what are they supposed to do about that yeah it's not their fault that's a good point so and that's like the free market is you have to like figure yeah. out how to satisfy and like i'm saying pretty regularly now is you decide what you're selling and you have to be confident in it yeah and and hope that enough people are willing to pay for it yeah. just like an artist has to have, yeah. At some point, you have to start drawing. You have to figure it out. And just like, yeah. you just hope that yeah. enough people like it. Or you build a following and you get yeah. a basis where people and just, just know that yeah. not everyone's going to like it. Yeah. That's the toughest just, part. And accept it. Yeah. yeah. Accept it. Just roll Maybe it. Maybe if, you know, 65% of 
everyone who comes in says they don't like it. Maybe the problem is you at that point. But, that's a good point. But once yeah. you get to that point, it's it, almost it, like you're on the outs. Yeah. It's like you gotta that's when you, you should already be like yeah. changing left and right, like yeah. trying this, trying yeah. that. But you know, if a couple people here and there don't like it, you just kinda have to roll with it. You ever do your best at, to educate them on what you're doing and why it is, but sometimes they're truth. just not going to like it. Yeah. And that's just too bad. And that's human beings, though. And that's yeah. everybody does have a different thing. That's why I always question about how people in the everyday sense get their you know, motivation to go eat somewhere. It's mm-hmm. so fascinating because you think about it. You get like 50 covers in a night, 100 covers in a night. You're thinking, how the fuck did 100 people show up here? Each and I'm, every one of them had a different what? path. Yeah, so I'm always like, how? Yeah. How did 100 people fit in here? But like... I don't know. I, I guess I don't go that far with it right of now. You're I'm not just supposed like, to. Yeah. I'm just like, dope, dude. I, dope that they're here. Guess what, you guys? A hundred people wanted what five of us made today. Yeah. That's sick, dude. Yeah. Let's ride that high into tomorrow. See, and that's what's strange because as we talk about, you know, food outside of the everyday work thing, and we talk about the cultural stuff that's happening or the events or whatever shifts in thought and process and trying to figure it out. I mean, obviously there's not an answer to it, but when you look at everything, if you take that big, big step back, you almost see everything. You're like, it seems like certain things are linked out there. And if they catch, you know, it becomes something that, you know, people slowly or quickly gravitate towards. And then, then food is that weird thing. Cause I'm like, you can never put your finger on it. It's just yeah. uh, whatever you might be doing in your small little world. It's away from whatever it is happening in popularity versus what's happening in this small subsection and small. And I was thinking about that when we went to, you know, eat at, at Chris's place. I was like, this style of dining is definitely less than 2% uh, of people. If right. not we 1%. were there for what? Five hours or whatever. Yeah. Four or five like, hour service. I was talking to them last time. They're like, yeah, we, we reined it back down to three. And I was like, honestly, for me, mm. I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm down to sit there and eat for five, six hours. I don't yeah. care. Three but to I four get financially it, yeah. does not make sense yeah. for you. You can't turn. You can't. You can't <laughs> Two survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. But uh, and and I get that most people are not going to be down to to sit and eat for. I mean, but you um, get lost in it. That's kind of the idea. It was fun. Dude. Yeah, you just fucking great, kick I mean, it. I had a great time. Oh, it was just fucking chilling, it was great. And then it was fun talking to the people next to us, yeah. and yeah, it was fun. It's but that's a whole. That's not you know going to like my place. Yes. And that are two completely different experiences. Yeah. And that's crazy because those are considered just going out to eat for dinner. Yeah. Well, See, <laughs> people would be like, yeah. the only difference I think in the average diner would be like, oh, we're going out for like super expensive dinner uh-huh. versus we're going out for um, a, a nice dinner. A nice I, dinner. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. People think I'm just, I think I'm just regular. But, but you see, you're not worried about where you land. So no. where you land probably changes without you noticing. Yeah, because you could be depending on your area, shit. The fucking vicinity and the people you have might be thinking that is anniversary and date night place. Mm-hmm. Some people be like, "Oh, that's just Tuesday morning or Tuesday and, night." No, it's true. Yeah, and that's what's fascinating. And that's the, people, the market research is like, uh, who are we getting this time? And you know, being aware, like on. Um, you sound like Google trying on, to get these algorithms yeah, on yeah. your following on like Valentine's Day mm-hmm. or, or an event where it's like an anniversary or yeah. something like that. The couple would come in. Uh, I noticed that it's kind of like just like an exclamation point on the reviews. The ratio is about the same. The same amount of people are usually stoked, but they're like super stoked. Yes. And the same amount of people are bummed, but they're like super bummed mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'm just kind of like, what do I do with that? You know, because it's probably the right you amount think that you were coming in for something that you're paying a ton for. And I'm like, well, you're really not. Mm-hmm. So I can only do this nice when you were expecting 
excellent and like well if you want that you gotta go pay for it you know yeah. that's that's not my problem i yeah. can't fix that i only got what i got yeah yeah and then the people that are super stoked i'm just like sick dude i hope you come in more and they're like oh well it'd be hard for us to come in more regularly and i'm like well i got a couple of cheaper things on the menu and mm-hmm. they're like oh but we're not like we don't eat out like this Compton. and i'm like yeah. that's cool too. chill man i'm chill. trying my best you that's know? all i'm doing my part but that's it yeah you know just try your best each day the the human element like i said is always it's it's the fascinating point like it, people figure out what works for them and you the person working and making food you try to put out a kind of a vibe mm-hmm. based on what you can control, mm-hmm. but you don't even have control of the people coming in. So the stories and how those things. You don't even have control over the whole vibe. Yeah. Like that pasta class thing I was yeah. talking about. Yeah. That changed in about five seconds from when I posted it, mm-hmm. what I thought it was going to be like to what it is now. Yeah. What am I going to do? I can't go nope. back in time. I just, nope. Okay. Well, that's what we this do. This is just what I'm going to do. It's more, it's more experimental, I think, from, from the cook side, for sure. Because... Like those things, especially something new, whether it's conceptually on a dish or something like a, what you're doing with the, with the class. It's like you didn't know, but all you know is I know how to make it and I know I can talk to people, so I'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. basically what catering is at this point. Yeah. It's like, oh, how much? For t- yeah. Dude, That's I, why I, I do don't this. like posting a pre-camp menu yeah that people well what's some examples I'll, I'll tell you face to face or through email some examples but, but i'm not gonna it's not because yeah. then people are like well i want that and i want that they start to that. put you in a box and uh, yeah and that's like i don't i don't want like yeah. i like i don't mind doing those things true but, but I, I can cater something for you outlet to just do whatever i want all the time yeah oh see whatever you want yeah versus whatever they want well how rare is it to get a person can, that I'll wants do what they whatever want. i'll do whatever yes but as soon as you start closing that box someone who's like well i want a uh, catering for my wedding and you don't do that mm-hmm. like, i never said that yeah exactly that's just what you saw yeah that's your perception you, that's, yeah i love doing weddings or, yeah 350 or you don't yes. do <laughs> private dinners i'm like i do yeah i see. do do that for you uh, want like four people uh, you want just you two at home yeah i will do that yeah it's expensive a blindfold Saxophone, <laughs> no problem. I could do that. Yeah. I can do it all. An egg, you got it. Breakfast you know? also. Like you, okay, you I will do, stay over. Yeah, you don't. You don't do uh, getaways for people. I never seen. I never saw that. Oh, I never gone like, away. <laughs> that's why I don't show anything. Yeah, that's like, a good well, point. So what do you do? I'm like, well, what's your event? That's yeah. always my first question. What's your event? What See, are you looking so for? So there's that th- way of thinking, which to yeah. me makes sense. But there's also the thinking of I'm going directly just to corner the market that loves to do getaways only. I mean, yeah, you could do that. You yeah. could market yourself that way. It's just mm. something it's I've limiting. chosen to do the exact yes. opposite. Because of. you're choosing on you, yeah. the brand. You polo the yeah. brand as opposed to well, you. I, just, I do this exclusively. Because I'm, I'm a hoe. Yes, I want true. these people, every chance I, yes. oh, I can get you to just try something in mind. Yeah. Cool. I bet I can win you as a customer forever. Sounds like every and girl in high school to me. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I just want you to try. <laughs> just, try just try me. Just and try then me see. one time. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. Get up in line. Get up in line. That's how it works. Yeah. That's where I'm at. It's like. Oh, this is what you're doing? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I know as soon as people try it, they're like, dude, never heard of you. You uh-huh. did such a great job. We can't. I'm like, come into the restaurant. And then they come to the restaurant. I'm like, what a different vibe. Like, this is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. so you can just do anything. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to close? You want to rent me out, close down the restaurant, and yeah. do some tasty menu just for you and your friends? You got it. Okay, well, how about this? Was this kind of behavior, if you had to check, take a guess, based, let's go, you know, what, five years back, maybe six mm-hmm. years back, do you think the clientele has changed anything, or you think it's kind of the same in terms of clientele or requests, certain like things like that? Because mm-hmm. in my head, I'm thinking 
that is more prevalent now. The options of like, hey, do you do this? And can you come by over? Because I think that's becoming more commonplace as it was before. Before it wasn't really. Maybe. Yeah. I think people always did. Like, I know I would have always done it. I mean, I know they existed. I know, I it, I know it was a practice, but it feels like it seems like it's more out there. question now. Okay. So it like, seems more commonplace. Would you, would you be down? Because mm-hmm. they know that everyone's kind of struggling a little bit and trying to be more creative. So I think people are just like. I have this weird idea. I think it's weird. And it's like, I don't, then yeah. cooking is cooking. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I do I, this I, on my I, days I, off. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like an egg fries up the same way. Yeah. At you your can, house and at my place. And, yeah. yeah. But you can plate it in thousands. Of yeah. You can present it in thousands of different ways. Yeah. But, you know, the molecules heat up or cool mm. down. That's it. That's all they do. Maybe there's always this perception that I, I think it really is just the, the times. It's it, There's accessibility to you know, the people making your food more There's than it ever more has direct been. line. Yeah. So if you do like something and you go up to chefs, I mean, open kitchens are mm-hmm. very commonplace. Yeah. So you see the person, they have Instagram. A lot of them are out there and about, you know, promoting whatever, or just being themselves. Mm-hmm. And then from there it becomes, Hey, can you do this? And which is strange because it seems like that, like I said, may have not been as prevalent back then. And I don't know if it's because of the times or, like I said, maybe it's just a shift in how people like to dine or yeah. different people just Probably getting creative. a little bit. You know? Yeah, because I think back in the day you would have been like, oh, I want a catering. I got to call a catering company. Yeah. I and there's only like five in the phone book. Yeah, there's only five in the phone book. Now it's like, oh, I, I like this possible. restaurant. Do you, hey, do you think that they would be mm. willing to like do something for us or, yeah. you know? Or even that, on the reverse end, it almost felt like, you know, restaurants, cooks, chefs, businesses always were like, we don't do catering. We don't do to-goes. We don't do this. We only do what we do. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that could have just been my experience with it or just what through my vantage point. Because I've seen seen both being available. I've worked in a couple of different situations where private chefs uh, I've seen throughout time, but it seems, like I said, more prevalent now. Uh, Pop-ups, you know, small conceptual Mm -hmm. things that seems like it's been you know hip for the last five six years at least on a certain level but maybe now it's starting to even become commonplace you know a lot of backyard and private home restaurants are mm-hmm. obviously sprouting up like we talked before yeah. um like secret dinners, yeah secret whatever, dinners whatever yeah secret things. clubs and those i know were these super popular for a while no i know i think those like i think they're still going on at least yeah. more so those now it's publicized now yeah the people don't want to get in trouble well that's the thing so now it's become this subculture so whatever we're talking about at surface level for public, it seems like there's been a diversion of different, you know, or at least a subsection of people that are doing exclusively private dining or conceptual things. I mean, I see all these people at my place of work. I'm like, oh, what are you picking up for? I'm like, oh, this is well, clearly there's an uptick in amount of people, private, privates. 10 pounds of, yeah. of uh Muscle tuna? Like, yeah, what, what, you, what restaurant? Oh, know, no, no, no. Just I know it's home just use. you and your wife at home. Yeah. I know it's just you and your, your kid. Yeah. What are you going to do with that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, nothing. nothing. Some stuff. A little party. It's like, okay. Party. Yeah. But that's, and that's how, and it's cool, I think, in the idea that it's seeing different ways people like fucking, you know, dining. Yeah. It's fun. Mix it up. Why not get a little weird, crazy with it? I'm always begging people to try new stuff. Yeah. I guess this is one of the ways that they're doing it. I think it is, like, definitely, like, media. Because when mm-hmm. you see YouTube, you see Instagram, and you see people post, and if you're on one of those things, depending on what kind it is, it's either constantly in your face because you're waking up on the shitter looking at fucking beautiful pictures of food, or mm-hmm. you're following someone adventuring 
to go find food, get food, yeah. make food. Or you're following a hashtag. Yeah, or a hashtag, and then you're just inundated with it. So I'm trying to think of, are we past the line of, you know, being gluttonous and kind of fucking, this is what caused the Romans to fall. Because <laughs> when you think about it, you're like, yeah, I mean, depending on what just you're following. pleasure all the time. That could be yeah. the thing. I mean, remember the bone marrow kind of revolution and mm-hmm. that whole opulence living? It seems like now it's the, the caviars have shot up and kind of, Again, the resurgence of, you know, high-end dining, I think, is it never left, but I think it's just kind of rebranding itself and then slowly eking out in different subsects. At least yeah. that's how it feels. Yeah. You know. Well, people like special things. Yes. That are convenient. But see, they Tell know they it's special based on, on what? Because that's what it's perceived to be, a special. Through what avenues? See that through, what? Through the social media. See, so who is in charge of See, is, I always ask, is it organic or is it I like... Is it organic? Is it planned? Is it like guided? Why do, why do people still like, you know, love yeah. caviar? Why do people still love foie gras? Why do people yeah. still love these things that were yesteryear, the popular thing? Like escargot, I want to say escargot is out of the loop. Mm-hmm. Just because come people, back in. but I mean, but people are always like, "Well, that is technically just snails." So it had its reign because yeah. you're like, "Well, I mean, what's so it's a big deal now?" But see, now it's okay. Now, now the more sought out stuff. Oh, Kobe beef! Like Kobe beef is yeah. big. A five, you know it's, what I mean? A three, crazy. Whatever. But I see everyone posting like, "There's not that many cows." No. So this can't all be A five that I see all the time. I mean, that's what they say. Or automatically cannot. Is someone going to be canceled selling someone fake? A5, it's like, dude, that's Z5. <laughs> you a liar. Someone will get caught. I mean, that's what we're doing. But people won't care because they're living in they the fallacy. Don't. They don't. They're like, whatever, I had it. I had it. Oh, it's not from from that one Japanese region. Whatever. It was made the exact same way. But then people would be like in the comments, that's not even the real one. You know, because people don't want to be wrong. So even <laughs> if you buy... Even if this you is about food. This is I'm, insane. Even if you buy the the mislabeled or counterfeit thing, uh, then what are, what is someone going to do? They're just going to justify it anyway. Yeah, They're yeah. Be like, oh well, whatever. It's probably better cause it's from here instead, and it's local. They, they'll find they'll find well, some. It's a white some, label. It probably just yeah. used the same product and just labeled it for less. Because so then my question is, is yeah. what does it really matter? What does it? And or why? I think it does matter. I th- I like the labeling of stuff and like the DOC and you know the you know all these organizations that control and and uh, let you know where exactly stuff is coming from. But even I then, they be important. lying to you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, even then, there's bribes <laughs> and stuff for sure. But um, I think what I would like the regular person to then accept is like, just because it has that label doesn't make it more expensive. That's a good point. Because the label doesn't say it was made well it could no. be champagne made from the champagne region yes. but it could be made by just like a garbage person yep. you know but the labeling and, the and marketing it could be champagne yep. made in uh lodi or sonoma yep. county it's not champagne but why not no but the people that made it are and, tremendous and, and work there and learn how to make it yeah better but somehow they can't charge more just because of a the label name. no yeah, it's like it's you know what it is. What is it? What did we talk about last last week? What, organic, no organic. All optics. Oh, it's all optics. It's all optics, it's all, optics. all the time. It's Just all like optics. organic. It's better because it's organic. Well, this one's not labeled organic, but it's it's better because they're not wasting their money on that. See, so something like that, and I that's always a good one because when it entered the market, 
it was very novelty, like oh, one item that is organic. But now it's kind of everything's organic. Everything's well, free. Exactly. So the words have now supplanted themselves as so mainstays. So why do we keep buying into this thing that something's worth more than the other? Based I, off a label, because not, not because of the effort put into it. They're selling you on health. Like, hey, if you don't eat organic, you're a bad person. I don't know. I guess I just choose not to. I don't care. Well, don't of course, care. you don't care. I, I just look at, like, I don't care either. people that made it, you know, uh, is is this Louis Vuitton purse going to outlast my Jansport backpack? No. What am I using it for? It's all optics. Yeah, it's all I don't op- care about yeah. how I'm labeled to other people. No. I'm like, I don't need you to see me carrying around, no. you know, thousands of dollars in clothes on my body, or, or I don't need to tell you that I have the latest iPhone or the But latest. you're Italian. You're I supposed like to. The, I got, like, the newest unheard of pasta in my backpack. You can't see it. Uh, exactly. Only if you come into You eat. don't have that, like, Maybe aged, that's what start aged balsamic <laughs> vinegar you have and, oh, this Chianti yeah. from, like, 1801. It's cool to celebrate the history, but what's more important is is the effort being put into it. The actual by the, people. By the person that made see, it. See, so now with that being said. And the intent that they put see, into so it. See, so now that being said, there's more access to that. Where before, yeah. you didn't know who was making anything. But we don't focus anything. on that. That's no, my problem. No. Why not? Because we're focusing on something different, well, like we TikTok we're like, oh, yeah, dances, and I don't know. No, no, I just don't. I yeah, I don't like it. I wish people would just be like, "Yo, this this is a small group of people trying really hard." I think who, because you when live I in give a city, them feedback, they're down to change, yes. and and I think the product tastes better and better all the time. Yes, but, but that's see, like my little journey. You and Chris are always saying I live in my own little bubble. Yeah. That's definitely the But that's more respectable. You operate your restaurant and your clientele and your place of business and how you are. It almost seems like your place is in Italy off of a small town. (laughs) No, yeah, I do live. I'm well aware of the little special bubble that. But that's cool, though. For whatever reason, it exists. Yeah. I just don't mess with it too much. It's here. I'm just going to roll with it and just just keep on working. I have a great customer base who is like down to be like, that didn't taste good when I give them little testers or they're like, that tastes great. But see, it's a relationship or at that point. You need to raise your prices because yeah. you don't charge enough. Or see, I don't think a lot of people foster relationships with places of business like that because I think mm-hmm. we've either gotten to the point where there's so many big businesses or mid tier franchises that people can't even tell the difference between a franchise and a, a, yeah. a actual like you know privately owned business. Mm-hmm. Because what you're talking about, and I think you know, in having you know building relationships with your clientele, because now. It, most people don't know what they want to eat. I don't even know what I want to eat all the time. So when you pick a place, sometimes you have a preconceived idea of what you want to eat. But for the most part, there's probably a million factors that go into why. But it definitely doesn't hurt the fact that you either ate there already or you know the guy. Yeah. And then from there, it becomes just like this trusting. Almost to the point, you know, you maybe. You have to build the trust. With yeah. Them. And a lot of it stems with that first interaction. And that's kind of that weird. That's why I choose to educate people. Right out the gate. Yeah. Because... I'm not, I'm showing you immediately. I'm not here to just be right and you're wrong. Mm. I'm here to like, look at this information I'm sharing with you. Yes. That's why I exist here. Mm. See, so you're, I mean, I think that's the, the righteous path. At least one of the best ways to do it is to just, whoever follows you, follows you. And it's through an educational standpoint. Cause I think to your point, even of a place of your business and your caliber, you would think like, Oh, educated dining. Like, I mean, is it, because even, you know, going to a 20, you know, 20 course, four or five hour tasting, you would think, like, oh, these people definitely be. Maybe not. Maybe not. 
and and it doesn't matter. And that's what I think is the important thing to stress. Food is just food. But the minute you become more involved or become more, you know, just aware, even on varying degrees, like it, it goes a long way. Yeah. You don't have to fucking be in the books researching day and night about, again, you know, the Quinell technique and, you know, yeah. cutting peas into triangles. But you go in there, you maybe ask a question, mm-hmm. meet the guys and oh, this is the fish pass. I mean, I'm pretty sure most people, if they wanted to take a look into the kitchen after you're done with your thing, you could probably always do that at any restaurant. You could probably yeah. just like, hey, can I tour? I don't can know. I you do guys are all cleaning up. Tour? Yeah. Or something like that. Like, I especially would. with those places where you're like, yo, this is the, the 35 course tasting. This oh, is 300 sure with wine pair. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah, I'm going I'm everywhere. Here. Where yeah. does the golden toilet in the back? I'm definitely taking a dump yeah. in there. Like, yeah. yo, this is what you want to do. Yeah. You know, at least yeah. that's how I would see it. But that that also extends to every restaurant. That's not a big box business where it's just mm. like, hey, you know, learn to know well, the people. What's nice about small businesses, right? Mm. It's usually the per- the decision maker is there. Yeah, and you're probably talking, if not to the person, mm. you're talking to someone who has that person's number personal number in their phone yeah, they that's have, actual like, human being verified human being there yeah, it's not this conglomerate you know, last night we're drinking with the person that owns it and mm-hmm. saw him get trashed and has a funny story to tell you this yeah, yeah. see those that's are that's authentic the super small spots but that's authentic that's, i mean isn't that part of the that's experience what everyone says they want all the time but then they don't i mean but not that they don't do anything vote with their dollar they, 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 they some people do some people do and those a lot of people, people do i'm after the people who vote with their dollar and vote for me yeah see i wish i just that, hope that there's enough of them that i can keep making money i mean you've gone this far i'm here i'm this far that's true yeah, yeah I, I hope yeah the good thing is once you have a following it's hard to lose them Mm-hmm. I think that's really the game is trying well, to stay consistent. Well, if your is based but, off something you truly believe. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to, for the most part, you're probably not going to up and just change what is a core value to you. Nope. One day to the next. No. Is that, that's who you are. But see, that's what's weird. I don't know if that's in the world of cooking or chefs per se, if they're chasing something or if it's not coming from a place of yeah. you know, righteousness. But, I mean, food's weird. I, like I said, this is in its newest form, at mm-hmm. least to me, where the everyday chef is obviously available to be you know contacted for the most part that's yeah. why i'm like oh i like it because i i could see where the experiences of eating are now have been quantified by a million because uh, every t- everybody i talked to at least in the last two years have been like hey man i went to this place and there was doing this you know vegan sushi and oh dude i went to this backyard party dude i went camping and there was a chef that was over there like hey this is crazy but it's dope it's cool because it's like that has to me at least in my world wasn't available but now it's like i think that's just the beginning Mm -hmm. i'm excited because we finally just recently got like i mean just recently i think it's not even a week old we got like a work email for events so i can stop giving out my personal email to these people upgrade but uh with your comment i'm i'm interested now to see what happens yeah with that because some people just blow up my email all the time like oh and i was just like we i finally was like dude we got to get something through the restaurant that like multiple people see not just me because i can't keep up yeah so you know there's definitely going to be a a slight loss of personal connection yeah because it won't be just direct to me granted it's three people in total who have access to this email so it shouldn't be that big a change but see now you're in the world of trying to branch your well i had to delegate yeah you're trying but, to branch you know, your brand to people who can exhilarate or yeah. accentuate what you're trying to do. So I'm interested to see 
how that goes. Like, this isn't even polo typing. Yeah, I'm I'm sure someone's going to be like, I I already know. Someone's going to send an email of like, well, I talked to him and and little did they know, it's like, you're talking to me still. Yeah. (laughs) And I did not say that. Yeah. Because people do that. The the servers always laugh when they're like, they said they're friends with you. And I'm like, that's probably not. (laughs) No. You don't recognize them? And they're just coming in here saying I said something. They probably just trying to, you know, big dick you around. Uh, see, little do they uh, know yeah. they're talking to me, saying the at owner the same said time. this. Yeah. yeah, that's always a good one. I love catching people in that one. <laughs> but that's the only time you could really pull rank in a place like that. I know the manager. Well, that's I know that the ego thing you always talk it about. Is. There's it no more is. ego than in the restaurant. Oh, like, it's come all. Come to my place. Oh, yeah. oh no, 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 no. It's cool. I know the owner. Yeah, we're friends. That's the only place you could flex. You can't do that anywhere else. You can't be like, hey, go to my, come to my, there's come nothing. Come to my nothing. retail shop. My can, my lawyer office, my yeah. accounting office, come take it out. Like, nope, the only place you're going to find hot women and high-end food and nicely looking people yeah. and, a, and, and a vibe like and entertainment. It's like pulling rank at just like a professional party. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's what gets thrown every night. It's like a glorified cheers where it's like, instead yeah. of just, hey, Norm, it's like, hello, how you doing? Would you like your same table next to the fireplace? Yeah. Amazing. Okay. When same drink, sir, no problem. Already have it ready for you. It's, it's, it's hospitality at yeah. its, at its finest. That's what we do. But in saying that brings all types of walks of life because that's the place where people want to show off also in yeah, that. Oh, people love it. Yeah. And that's okay too. It's, uh, it's a serious. It's, it's a serious and not as do serious. Yeah. But I promise you, I'm not going to let you make my staff's life more difficult. That's true. I think those days that's, may that's be part over. of my brand. Because yeah. I'm not here for you. I'm here for my staff. Ah, see, and that's the and, stance and that some maybe people are going to be down, thing. and some yeah. people are not down. Yeah, and that's okay. Look at you. But I mean that that where is the limit? And, and I'm trying to figure this out because, like I said, passing through you know many restaurateurs and you know talking you know shorthand to some of them at least in the last couple of years it's it's just fascinating it's like it's constantly you want to constantly grow i've seen places that have grown too fast and then just burned out Crumble. versus slow build versus no build versus major you know build. major expansion so, yeah and you just see it and it's when you hear things and you know the stories are never fully out there it's just speculation it's uh hearsay it's perspective one perspective two perspective three partnerships dissolving shit like that when you really think about it it's i mean there's no there's it, no guidebook there's no guidebook. All these, there's all no these way questions i always used to ask you were like but like what's like the next step yeah and like well there's no honestly there is no designated next step yeah. there's just the next thing that you do and at some point you just have to pick it yeah and you have no idea if you're right or wrong. But see, what you is it behind of expanding? I've always fascinated by that for restaurants to yeah. want to expand. Because is well, it a monetary thing or is it more of a divide or not dividing, but like a conquer my territory? Like mm-hmm. I want, I have, or is it a creative outlet? Like kind of what Chris alluded to during his is like, yeah. I just want a creative outlet. So I'm doing it yeah. this route, which to your point, do as whatever you want to do. Yeah. But I think creative and monetary is yeah. probably. The vibe. I know that's the vibe for what I want. But know? restaurants for upbuilding, for growing, is interesting because it's such a, it's a, such a financial burden, and yeah. because there's so many moving parts, it's not like you really a lot of people don't go from uh, have a small place to a smaller place. It's usually yeah. I'm going to a bigger place. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit bigger. Or yeah. 
I think that's the max we can do here. So I'm going to open another second location that mm-hmm. does the same, yeah. or I'm going to open a, a bakery that does something completely different True. and yeah. maybe they kind of function together somehow. I'm in the fan of doing something like that. That's yeah. I like that's that I would where like. it's like businesses that are in like kind, but not fully conflicted or a, a reflection of each other. It's just more of, Oh, I, I do this makes sense in theme monetary yeah. wise and creative wise. Yeah. Cause you know, you have, then these two businesses support each other yes. constantly. Yeah. You know, one in theory, makes that makes the sense. bread for the yes. other and one makes the sauce for the other. Mm-hmm. And then you're not, it's like, I see it as if you, if you were a McDonald's franchise operator and another one opens up down the street, mm-hmm. that's your competition. Yeah. You, you're not in synergy. No. Right. Yeah. Like, like one of you is going to choose to offer whatever franchise options that you have yeah. to outdo that one. Cause yeah. You're trying to get all the people McDonald's money to you. Yeah. So why would I a constant open a, competition? You yeah. know, a second Adamos that directly competes with itself. That is true. Where also, I'm gonna have two different teams. Mm-hmm. Where someone could probably get one item at one place and check me and go to the other and get the same item. And it's probably like, gonna taste different. Yeah. Because two different people. Two different people. Two different places. Yeah. Two the different, vibe yeah. is different in both yeah. places that night. It's almost like you're shooting off. yourself in the foot. Quite the challenge, you're, though. You're just Quite the creating challenge. Creating opportunities for failure. Yeah. Where, you know, if like it was McDonald's and uh, what's uh, another fast food place that would complement? I don't know. Chipotle. I don't know, I can't even think of anything fast food because I don't like it. But as far as like fast food's amazing, little, folks. He's lying. Fast food's amazing. He only little, eats it in the middle of the night, folks. I know, do not. Do. Oh, you stopped so, doing that. When did you stop eating fast food? The years ago. I, every once in a while, when nothing's open, I'll get some, and I just feel like hot garbage. Oh, that's that's yeah. by default. And You're I supposed to feel like, like that. Yeah, I just don't like feeling that way. It's the worst. The first I mean, three bites are amazing. I'll still though. get in and out every once in a blue moon too. That's See? fast food, but Chipotle is like fast casual. Fast cash, but oh, even that, that's one. You're doing that long. thing. You're you're rebranding restaurants. That's well, smart. I don't. Not fast that, food. And that's fast food, but that's like uh, you know, McDonald's is a fast rectangle. Food with heart. Chipotle is a rectangle. Chipotle is a square. You know, what I mean? it's still ah, okay. a rectangle, but yeah. it's a little subdivision. Same, 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 same. Best what? Best way is to just eat at home. I guess the best way is to eat at home for sure. But you know, I don't have I don't have time to cook at home. Nor do I have True. the desire to cook at home. True. That's why that's you why eat I, out. That's why I eat out all the time. I'm a fast food guy through and through. That's just how it works. Yeah. I do it to the detriment of my body, but I do it also for comfort because there is something, I think, and this is introduced to me early, and I have to admit it, but eating that shit early on fucks your whole entire life up because the smell of fries from McDonald's and the smell of the onions on a cheeseburger are... When you get that bite, that's like yeah. the bun is a little soft. Yeah. And there's like just a little bit too much sauce in a that little bit, part. A little bit. The, oh, you get a little and, bit of the pickle. Like, that's on. like the best bite. Come on. The first three bites are always amazing. Yeah. After that, it's garbage. Well, that's what always tries to call me back, and then I just have to like, no, you feel like hot garbage. You feel like hot yeah. garbage. You feel like it. <laughs> you do. But see, it's weird how that's a staple in American culture. Like I said, when I went out of country to, you know, some places in Southeast Asia, I mean, there were lines out the building for like Burger King and the one McDonald's. I mean, there were some people in there, not too many people. That was more in the city, but it's like, damn, that's strange. This shit is really only in America. <laughs> like, And are we, are we accepting the idea that that food is bad for you, correct? Or are we still on the fence about that? 
I mean, I know it's bad for you. See, so but there's know. not a definitive study apparently, some, right? I think some people know it's bad for them, but just ignore that part. Yeah. Like, uh, it'll be fine for an hour. I think the mouth a lot candy of, is insane. Be fine. It'll be fine well, for It's one just time. one time. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people say. And then it becomes habitual. Luckily, it's not habitual for me. It used to be habitual maybe like 10 years ago, but yeah. I'm not afraid of fast food. And to be honest, certain times of my life or in, in traveling, it's important. But it's still shitty. And I agree with you. After the first three bites, horrible. Yeah, you're just sad. It is saddening you're as you like, eat why it. Why did I get this? Yeah, this is why trash. Why did I get this? But you're stuffing yourself. Because, but as you're still taking uh, another bite of like extra salted fries. See, so are you in the camp? And I don't know if this is a generational thing or not. Is it hard for you to just throw away food? Oh, I can't. Okay, They're what is that? They're laughing at me because I just can't do it. What is it? Is that our generation? Because what makes what's the mechanism in your mind that, you like make, that? You I am? Yeah, I had this I discussion like about this yesterday. One of the things that just got drilled in, you can't throw away anything. But why? Is it every generation or is it I just mean, us? There, there's a lot of stuff I can throw away. Things, but food. Yeah, composed, ready to eat. Like in the middle of no, eating, I you're like can't. stuffed. You're like, oh, I can't. But you don't throw it away. I I just keep eating. Okay, sometimes. see, or like if I'm at a party and there's like. Hell you know, of food. I know it's a house where they throw stuff away. Yeah. I'm definitely like. I'm taking this yeah, shit to I, go. I just, I just <laughs> have to keep eating because they're going to throw it away. Why is that? I don't know. I, for me, I'm like, dude, people are starving. We can't throw okay. food away. Can you recall any memory of that evoked in your mind of what you Like you're someone saying? teaching me that? Or hearing that? Or, you know, like, oh, the people starving out there. Like, uh, you remember I do, I do remember a, a chef yelling at us one time, but I already had, when he was yelling at us that one time, I had never thought of it that way. But I was already like, On oh, that. dude, we can't throw stuff away. Okay. Because, okay. like. But I don't know why I couldn't throw stuff away. Okay, see, I was under the impression, and I don't know if it was my mom's that said this or if it was just kind of the narrative at the time, something about children starving in Africa. Mm-hmm. That stuck with me. I don't know where it came from, if it was her TV show or if it was my mom's. That's what our chef said one time. So, like, so people <laughs> starving. And, I, and then I would, to me, I was like, dude, there's people starving around the corner. Yeah, like exactly. But, yeah, as a kid, I couldn't throw food away either. And I was... And I, I don't think I was thinking about that. Maybe I was. See, that's that why subconsciously Channel. I'm trying to think. I'm like, was that implanted? Maybe we're just better people because we care about others, you know? But I mean, also, Probably not. also people <laughs> have a shitty time or anybody throwing a party or planning food for any event is always, it's either Way enormously over or yeah. fuck, we got to go get some pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be the go-to, like, shit. All right, what are we going to do if we're out? Like, I should fucking just grab some pizzas. We're going to make this food, and let's order some pizzas. Just in case, just in case, whatever. If it's cold, we'll just, whatever. We'll use tomorrow. That psychology in a party is fascinating because there's probably half of the motherfuckers there thinking like us. Like, we just go keep on eating until it ain't going nowhere. And then there's other people like, oh, well, I don't really eat that I'm much. Bull. Yeah. I don't even like that. I'm actually. I ate, oh, I ate before we I'm came. I'm fasting. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best one. Like, no, no, no. I just, I just ate. Like, why? Did you why? know that you were coming we, here? I don't know. I know in my family parties, all the food began eating. Oh, for sure. There's never enough. No matter how much gets brought, we finish it. Oh, I'm it's like gone at the. Gone. The, oh, shit. Like, you okay. better, better get in there. Is that an Italian thing? That might right, be an maybe, Italian thing. And I always laugh at like when we do catering. So I'm like. I'm constantly like dying it back, dying it back. Dying. Yeah. I still don't finish it. Yeah. Just me and my brother <laughs> and maybe my <laughs> uncle would have finished that many. And there's 30 people out there. 
Uh, yeah, that's true. And you're telling me the three of us, and it doesn't mean enough for three in our family, and there's 30 people there, <laughs> and they will not. They will not finish it. I'm like, strange. Strange. See, and it's weird sometimes depending like, on the type of party. You got more back there? You got more for sure? But see, okay, do you eat a lot not at a family function? No. Oh, see? No, kind of cheap bastard. Meaning what? I just, like, never spend money. Kind of cheap. But it's say if you're at a, 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 a function, but it's not a family function. Oh, no, I'll eat. But there's food. Actually, if, it, okay, oh, if it's like a function, but not my family not function. Not your family function. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I usually don't eat first. Okay, that's so I try to, like... Yeah. Gauge the vibe. Oh yeah, always never. I'm never I'm, the first I'm dude. Not, I'm not trying to be the one overeating the most. Okay, so you eye but, that. But then okay. I get like a small plate. Oh, see, I get like I <laughs> watch the first one, yeah. And then, and then if there's still a lot of food left over, and nope. I haven't seen too many other big eaters. I'll go up and like kind of maybe I'll get like a regular plate Medium or a large reg. plate if there's yeah. a bunch of light eaters. Yep. Or if there's a bunch of heavy eaters still, and yeah. there's. There's a medium amount of, I'll get another small plate, you know, because not my family's function. That's true. Yeah, I yeah, can't, yeah. I can't be all wild. And then if there's still a little food left over, I'll go up there as we're dancing or, you know, whatever the next step of the function yeah. is. Take a couple oh, snacks. Yeah. <laughs> that, Snack that's until a, it's gone. <laughs> be part of that crew. Yeah, when shit's, when everything's, the program moved on and the yeah. food's still out. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm over there <laughs> okay. like. Let me get these Let's little get dessert on. plates <laughs> and <laughs> let me get a little <laughs> bit of this amouge. Yeah, I just like, I can't, dude. People just throw the food. I'm just like. I can't. Or when they're like, do you, do you want some? I'm like, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. I'll probably throw it. I'm like, yeah, give it to me. Yeah, I'll bring see? your, I'll bring your Tupperware back. Or what's up with that? Whatever. I'm like, why would you throw it away, dude? See, my family's because it'll be like a piece of salmon or something. Oh yeah, I'm a like, whole side. Like and they'll just be like, oh yeah, we're probably just we're not gonna eat that. I'm like, so you just throw away a you, sheet pan of salmon? You, just you, what you, you want leftovers? Oh no, we don't. We don't do leftovers. No, that I'm like you don't want to use it for leftovers, and they're like, oh well. It's like they didn't even. Th- I'm like. You know, all you have to do is like that <laughs> box of spring mix you have. Just crumble and it like, up over. Whatever salad dressing you have in there, you just throw some. We didn't think of that. That's a good idea. We're going to keep it. I'm always curious to see it, to know if they actually eat it or not. That's fine. I never ask people if they do that. Yeah. Well, because so, sometimes I think people, because they know what I do, they're like, well, what would you do with it? Oh. It's like they just don't even know how. I'm like, I mean, me, I'd be getting wild. I'd be oh, like, I'd be wild in my like, reconstitution. Frittata yeah. <laughs> is the Sam, ultimate leftover. Salmon pasta, salmon sushi, yeah, salmon literally. gumbo. And they're like, we never would have thought of That's a good like, point. Or That's you could just point. like midnight, instead of going fast food, just yeah. some of that Costco rotisserie chicken in my face. Oh, like, yeah, Costco rotisserie chicken. Or just like is, cook yeah. some rice. Yeah, always have rice on hand. Always have like Dude, a little starch, a little a little veg ready to roll, some greens, yeah. a salad dressing ready or to roll. Or just eat it cold out of the fridge That is strange. at 2 a.m. Do people not know what to do with leftovers? I don't know. We should have a poll. Fucking hey, I had Let's no idea. Because I'll eat pizza Never cold. even thought about Oh, cold pizza is the best. Frozen. What's the theory behind cold pizza? Do you have a theory behind cold pizza? What about it? Like how to reheat it? Like, no, why do you, what is it about eating it cold to you? Uh, it's not as good cold. No, it's way better hot. Oh. But um, it's just so easy to eat. Cold. But it's good cold. It's still pretty good. I it's like not, it cold. It's, it's not great, but it's still pretty good. Okay. Great as in, what's, okay. Well, when like it's, the cheese is all congealed. Yes. Okay. And then the cheese, like, you know, the cheese, the sauce, and the and the dough are not cohesive anymore because no. it's not hot. No. So you're probably going to make a mess. 
because yeah. the cheese you're gonna bite it you don't get It'll the full bite up. and it yeah. flies apart could okay okay you know as you're wearing your whatever sleep shirt of course and uh which already has hella pizza stains yeah, on it clearly then you gotta change you know and to the of, other dirty one okay to the other dirty one because it's dry uh i don't know pizza's all right it, it's just one of those things that's super easy to eat cold it's good. I think it's good. And cold. we all know that you can all leave it out. I like it because when it's cold, the salt slaps in it easily. And I can mm. really taste the sauce. When it's, are we saying cold or like? No, not room, room temp. temp. Cold. Out so the fridge. So it's been in the fridge. Okay. It's been in the fridge. See, congealed. Because congealed, what I notice, certain pizzas, I'm like, oh, this they skimmed on the sauce for sure. When it's hot, you can't, you can't tell. You can't tell, no. When there's it's cold, you're like, oh, there's this like, is just bread out. and cheese. You fucking assholes. <laughs> you got me. No, that's what I think because I've noticed that. Same thing with like certain cold. I mean, you know what it is. You've done garmanger before. You oversalt if you're going to eat something cold. Yep. So when you eat pizza, you're almost like, ooh, especially in the pepperoni when it's cold. Like, ooh, this is the salt smacks. This is not mm. bad. Uh, trust me, it's not better than warm pizza. I'm not in terms of piping hot. I'm not into. I got to see pizza. It's got to be open. It's got to at least get to eh, slightly warmer than room temp, but not by much. That's where I fuck with it. I don't like it burning the roof of my tongue, and oh, I don't yeah, like it no. where the center just droops down. Uh, no. This just got to let it sit a little bit. You do have to, yeah. That's the hardest part is waiting to take that bite. Yeah. Because they, they take it out of the oven, throw it in the box, and it's to you. <laughs> and it was like, oh, it's so hot in my hand. Let me so try and eat it. I'm yeah. like, I don't get that shit. You want to have no roof? But it's hard, though, because you're almost like, well... Well, because you usually get it because you were hungry. <laughs> yeah. And then it was... You were carrying it home yeah. or in the car next to you, and you're just looking at it, yeah. wishing it had some fries, some McDonald's fries that you could eat on the drive. That's why they have fries at pizza joints now, for that purpose. Yeah. Wings and stuff. Oh, fucking hey. Are you a universal pizza guy, meaning all pizza is good all pizza? All pizza is good pizza. Okay, good. I thought I was the only motherfucker here because people would be like, oh, you eat that? They're all, they're all good for that? their own reasons. That's what I said. I'll Deep eat airport pizza. I'll thing. eat fucking pizza in a different country that yeah. has chow mein. I eat pizza in the weirdest places, and I'm like, this is still hella good to me. I don't give a fuck. Does Toaster any, oven? Does anyone own the sandwich? No. Does no. anyone own pizza anymore? No. No. But see who came. You up own. With those you might things. own your particular type. You might make the Neapolitan oh, pizza. That's. Man. But like that's the same thing I was saying. Like there's a guy in Sac making Neapolitan pizza the exact same. Are way you a they Neapolitan guy too? I like all pizza. Okay. All, all pizza. pizza okay. All pineapple on my pizza. Great. Okay. French fries and hot dog like they do in Italy for the oh, kids. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't great, know. Great. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's that? What's that one that Roundtable does? That's so garbage. And I still love it. Yeah, chicken, uh, barbecue chicken. Oh, barbecue chicken. That's barbecue. the most garbageest. Yeah, that's like Casey masterpiece. Uh, dried out chicken. Green onion. Anything barbecue sauce I'm is still tough. Still into though. it. I still eat it though. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Deep dish. Deep dishes. Yeah. They're all great for their own reasons. Yes. Deep dish you know? is good. Uh, anchovy guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm into anchovies. Okay. Best pizza like you've come across in the last like more. five years. Best slice. Well, recently I've been really into Pizza Source Rex because they yeah. have that dino sauce. It's like okay. some cilantro jalapeno sauce. Yeah, yeah. It's gas. Yeah. Uh, pizza Supreme Being is great. Mazzulo's mm. is great. Type of pizza. Just type, type, type. Uh, well, I like the American pizza because that's what I grew up on as a okay. kid. So American. You know? uh, not deep dish, but like yeah. heavy dough, heavy, heavy dough. sauce, heavy cheese. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I like them all. For real. I love them all. Meat, sausage, pepperoni. Doesn't matter, dude. Veggie. I, I like every Taco pizza. Meat. 
Calzone? You a calzone dude? Calzones are great. Where can those, you find a calzone? You gotta be so patient with Where those. Where is a calzone out And here? you can get a calzone from Round Table. Or oh, no, I think no. Pizza Guys makes calzone if you want it. Really? You just take it, boop, calzone. You would think so, but calzones are a little harder to, to get a good yeah. one. Because calzones, at least the ones I've ever had, are always like shelled up. So meaning like there's a lot of fucking volume to it, or at least yeah. it looks, and then you That's bite it. into it. You're like, man, everything's on the bottom. It's a fucking just. Well, because it falls. You know, it's hot. Something good. I want a better. Get an empanada then. Get oh, a, so get a tamale. See if it's better. That'll work. That'll work. Uh, tell the people what the fuck they need to hear, P. Uh, vote with your dwa- water. Dwallers. Vote with your dollar. Vote with your dwellers. Uh, drink, drink your, your dwaller. Be kind. Okay. Let's overthrow the government. Let's overthrow the fucking government. I'm God. over them. Uh, be what? kind to your neighbors. Yeah. Vote with your dollar. Drink your water again. I don't know. I oh, if you're looking for pasta, one. go find Polo Polo. Do you have an Instagram or something? Do people follow you? Where is it at? On the Adamo's Kitchen, it. yeah. Adamo'skitchen.com, right? Don't follow me. Adamo'skitchen.com. What, do you sound like me? I say that shit all the time. Don't follow me, folks. Follow yeah. follow Adamo's Kitchen. Adamo's Kitchen, if you're trying to learn pasta and you live in Sacramento, yeah. go to Adamo's. Mention uh, Food classes. Junkie Podcast. You'll have to pay an extra $15 <laughs> if you do that. So mention that. I'll know you're a pain in the ass already. Exactly. Uh, thank you very much, P. Uh, beautiful home. Congratulations again on the beautiful home. <laughs> I wish it was mine. See you soon. Thank you very much. Food Junkie Radio folks, appreciate.